In the tapestry of life, we often find threads of joy, but also those unkind. Wounds like needles pierce our souls, leaving behind jagged, gaping holes. Yet in the darkness, a light does gleam, a promise that things are not as they seem. For wounds with time can turn to gold if we're brave enough their stories to unfold. So let us journey through the pain and see how wisdom we can gain. Stay tuned for more. For there's a theme of healing and hope next on Stop Doubting Your Dream. Welcome to Stop Doubting Your Dream. I'm your host, Jeff Meyer, and each week I'll give you practical steps to turn your dream into a viable source of income so you can live without regret, reshape your future, and create the meaningful change you want to see in the world, all without leaving your day job. So if you're someone who's ready to stop doubting your dream and start living it, let's dive in. Wouldn't it be great if we could avoid all those painful moments in life? Wouldn't it be awesome if we could step around painful moments in our dream pursuit? How many of you guys go out of your way to avoid pain, to protect yourself from the possibility of pain? As the adage goes, no pain, no gain. True or false? I'd like to unpack four reasons why I think pain can actually be a gift. Number one, pain can give us a deeper grasp of our purpose. Because you were designed to live your life, not someone else's. It was August 2016. And after uh, walking into my board and staff meeting, offering my resignation from full-time ministry as their lead pastor, they offered instead for me to take a six-month sabbatical from my work at the local church. This sabbatical, it helped the congregation and me discover and then decide what we were really committed to, what we were uniquely designed to be and do. For the congregation, it meant discovering and deciding if they really uh, believed in the vision that we were pursuing, the mission that we were living out every day. I think on the church side, they had become over time, I'd been there a long while, a bit comfortable with my voice, a bit comfortable with just listening to me and growing content with me kind of entertaining them. And for me, I had to discover and decide if My true calling in life, which I was a little murky about at the moment, uh, was really being lived out being a full-time pastor. For me, I had fallen into the trap that I was there to meet people's needs and satisfy their expectations and requirements. And over time, I was losing myself in the process. So through the painful experience that led up to that was experienced during and that followed years after the sabbatical for both sides, by the way, we together and separately have begun to grow into our deeper purpose and are living out our unique vision as a congregation with a lot more fervor. I see that in the people I lead and uh, work with in this congregation. The last few years uh, coming out of COVID have been pretty amazing to see people grasp and 
understand their part in the calling to connect people to life in Jesus and to uh, have their household be a, a household well. And for me, I have so much greater clarity today than I did back then in 2016 about my overall calling and how pastoral ministry and leadership in the church fits into it as one piece of it, not the only piece of it. I'm not just a pastor, not to minimize the role of pastor in any way, um, but it's one part of who I am. And now I can see how all the pieces fit together. When we think about the way of Jesus as it relates to this first point, that we get a deeper grasp of our purpose because we're designed to live our life, not someone else's. Jesus makes his way into the wilderness for 40 days. We're told in Matthew 4 that Jesus was led by the Spirit of God and is tempted by the devil. What a way to begin his public ministry. Not the most glorious coronation. Hungry and alone in the wilderness, the devil sees his opportunity to trip Jesus up and get him off track. Use your power, Jesus. Use your position, Jesus, to feed yourself, to protect yourself, to elevate yourself. Painfully alone, Jesus endures the wound of this relentless temptation, and he boldly declares who he is and what he's on earth to do. Away from me, Satan, Jesus declares, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. You guys, in order to live your life, you got to be clear on who you are and what God is leading you to do. And sometimes it takes pain to remind us, to clarify this for us. Pain is also a gift. This is point number two, because it has a, a unique capacity to open us up to help because the journey was never meant to be taken alone. This is not an isolated, isolating journey. It is done in collaboration. We make a huge mistake when we think we're all in this alone. A friend recently found himself in between jobs just as he and his wife were days away from delivering their fourth child, crushing, not only financially, but uninsured, the depth of regret and shame he felt in not providing for his family left their family at a unique place in their history where they had to receive help to make it. And man, did the community surrounding them rally. Some of the greatest moments of communal relationships and support emerge in pain. We're at our best as a society, as a human community, when we're up against it, right? So when you think about your own pain and need for healing, maybe right now, maybe sometime in the future, ask yourself this question, how might what I am going through right now be opening me up to a greater experience of community, of fellowship, of collaboration. In perhaps Jesus' most famous parable, the way of Jesus is clearly illustrated. Love your neighbor. 
And the religious leader says, who's my neighbor? Trying to justify himself. And Jesus begins to tell a story. The good Samaritan in Luke is the one who stops, who takes notice and acts in love to care for this man who was beaten up up and left for dead alongside the road. Picks him up, puts him on his donkey, takes him to an inn, pays for his care, tells the, the, the owner of the inn to bandage up his wounds and nurse him back to health. And when I pass through town next time, I'll I'll pick up any extra costs that I have not paid for. He covers his care. And Jesus ends the story and he gives the religious leader who is trying to justify himself by saying, who is my neighbor? A a chance to reflect on the meaning of this illustration. He says to the religious leader, which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The one who showed mercy replied the expert in the law. Then Jesus told him, go and do likewise. You guys, in order to have companions on your journey, you must be open to help along the way. You must be open to receive help along the way. And sometimes it takes pain to strip away our stubborn independence and awaken to the gift of interdependence. The gift of pain brings a blessing in our life in a third way. I'll describe it like this. Pain has a unique capacity to take away the option to stay put. Because sometimes we need to be helped to take a courageous step that opens the door to a new and living way. We need to have the old way taken away from us. Like my friend who's in between jobs at the moment. We're still waiting to see what the new and living way is in front of him. But sometimes we need to have that current situation taken away so we have the only option of moving forward. During my recent visit to the hair salon, as I sat in the chair getting my hair perfectly cut, I had some windshield time to reflect with my stylist and We ended up discussing how frequently it is that the freedom to pursue our uniquely designed path is preceded by pain and loss. And I asked, is pain always a necessary part of the journey to becoming our true selves? And we thought about it. We said, well, maybe not 100%, but man, it seems like it's way up there, maybe 95%. We both shared some really painful experiences in our lives that opened the door to an exciting new opportunity. For her, it was, the story she shared was um, the painful experience that led her to open her own hair salon. Instead of continuing to agonize over her current work experience with a clueless boss, The business was going under and she had to find her way out and it launched her to her new business. Painful? Yep. And yet today, so much better off with her own hair salon. For me, I talked about the freedom to be me in my ministry and my leadership through the sabbatical. I also talked about the painful breakup of an engagement right before it led me to meet my bride, Amy. Back to Matthew 4 for a moment. 
The way of Jesus comes with the greatest invitation of all time. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. Follow me, and I will make you what you cannot be on your own. I will make you what you were designed to be from the beginning. I will do that work in you. In order to experience the freedom of living a new and living way, you must take courageous steps forward. And sometimes it takes pain to push us forward. The last point I want to make today in this episode, when we think about the gift of pain and the healing process and turning wounds into wisdom, we think about the gift of pain because it it grows our empathy and our compassion. Because there are others who need our love and support. And that's what our dream's all about when it comes right down to it. Providing something for someone that they need. Filling a gap. That's what our dream seeks to accomplish. I remember sitting in one of my uh, first Dream Accelerator sessions. The Dream Accelerator is one of my, in my signature program. You can find it on my website, jeffmeyercoaching.com. In one of my first sessions, when I launched this signature program. I was sitting there listening to Sarah's dream. It was one of their assignments to share their, their vivid, their vivid dream. And I was listening to her unpack this amazing dream of helping families who are battling with their child's serious health issues, providing support and daily help with all the small things that families need so they can focus on caring for their child like like food and and clothing and a place to stay and little gifts of kindness and love along the way to bring encouragement in the battle and it, it was amazing to hear her unpack her vision there wasn't a dry eye in the room because as she told the story of her dream she also told the painful story of losing her little girl to a rare heart condition. The birth of her dream and her husband's dream to bless other families came out of the crucible of the deepest loss, the loss of a child. Paul writes in Romans chapter 8, verse 28, he makes a promise. He says, And we know that for those who love God, All things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. God did not take this couple's daughter so that something good could happen, but God took the excruciating loss and turned it into an extraordinary blessing for an entire community. In one single chapter, Luke chapter 15, Jesus tells three stories to illustrate his way concerning this final point I'm trying to make today. He tells the story of a lost sheep, a lost coin, and a lost son. Painful parables, but great joy when the lost was found. Party time! (laughs) I can't read Luke 15, no matter how many times I read it, and not be motivated to go out and search to turn the house upside down, to regain that lost treasure, to wait eagerly 
for the return of a lost son. My pain can move me to look for others in pain. In order to help others heal, you must step out. And sometimes it takes pain to motivate us and show us how we can help. Those are my four points. Just to review real quickly. Pain is a gift because it grows our empathy and compassion. Because there are others who need our love and support. Pain take away the option to stay put because sometimes we need the help to take a courageous step that opens the door to a new and living way. Pain can help us because it opens us up to the help of others because the journey was never meant to be taken alone. And the first point I made today, the gift of pain can give us a deeper grasp of our own purpose because you were designed to live your life not someone else's. Thanks so much for joining me again today in another episode of Stop Doubting Your Dream. Take some time to reflect on your own pain story, your own recent pain story, or maybe your a while ago pain story, but you are still trying to make sense of it. Could one of these four points help you, help you heal, help you discover a new narrative and open the door to a new possibility. I'd like to invite you uh, to explore my social media networks, check out my blog for more tips and insights on this idea of embracing and accepting the healing process of turning wounds into wisdom. Uh, You can always uh, get access to my social media channels and my blog at jeffmeyercoaching.com. Next week, we're going to discuss all the things emotions and emotional intelligence and how emotions can actually help us fuel the dream journey instead of frustrating it. As always, as I close here today, remember, the journey towards your dream begins today. Take action with a single step.